Still, we fucked up. Fucked up bad. Tell me something encouraging. I just smoked a buck. I smoked a fork. Oh my god, my first year. <clears throat> Who just cleared their throat? Was that you, Timmy? All right, hold on. Was Stand I still on mute? <laughs> you, no, you were on mute. Hold on. Uh -huh. Yeah. All righty, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ridge Ridge Outdoors Podcast. Uh, today, me, Brian, and Timmy made a trek. Yep, Big Daddy's back on the mic. I'm back. Oh, I said made a <laughs> trek, not, not oh, Big Daddy's back on the fucking mic. I'm back. It's been like three episodes. I know. Brian's is that how we're going to start this? Yeah. Well, <laughs> generally speaking, this is going to roll this way, you know. But uh, cut off. We actually made a trek north. Um, we wanted to come and get one of the listeners of the podcast. He's a uh, super rad dude, hardcore shed hunter, hardcore hunter. And uh, we, we, as a group, admire this guy for what he does. Um, Mark from SoCal Hunting Fish, bro. What's up, guys? Hey. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having us up here, man. It's awesome up here. It's Thank been a long time planning. Yeah, thanks for driving and not complaining about it. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, dude, Timmy's the one that actually fucking drove. Like, he drove 90 miles to get to my house or whatever it is, and then from my house to here is 90 miles. Yeah, that's a trek. Yeah, for him, it, it's, a, it's a push, and it worked out. It's not bad, you know? I, I told Brian I would come down there, but he must not have said uh, dude, well, I wanted to see, the, wanted shed to see piles. the shed piles. Yeah, <laughs> all these deadheads and, sh and shoot the zombie. Yeah. Dude, you're like the uh, Utah version of Shed Crazy. Am I? New California or the California, California version? California? Of shed, yeah, of Shed Crazy, man. He's cool, nice guy. Yeah, not I'd, bad. Say, I'd say he's a friend of mine. That's pretty sweet. Or he's a friend of mine, but he doesn't. He, I'm not a friend of his. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh yeah, SoCal guys. You know what I mean? Little weirdos, you know. But yeah, dude, it's uh, it's cool to have us. Give our listeners a little uh, intro on who you are, man. My name is Mark. I like to party. Oh, no. <laughs> not not this Mark. I like um, to do cocaine. I live in Apple Valley. We hunt local, far, out of state, Arizona. Mm -hmm. Can draw a Utah tag this year. What else? Hopefully Nevada one day. Oh yeah, it happens. Lots of shed hunting. That's our that's our thing. It seems like it, man. It yeah. seems like that's where you focus a lot. You know, we just like being out. The wife will go. Some good friends that'll go. Right. And when it's too hot, when the rattlesnakes come out, we'll switch over to bass fishing. Right. Oh. Making a fishing. Yeah. yeah. So I see that. You got all your gear right here, dude. Getting there, yeah. We like bass fish. We'll do some little bit of trout fishing. Not too much, but I really like to float too. But yeah. besides that, let's get back on the sheds and hunting. That's where it's at. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So if you had a pick between the two, it's going to be shed hunting? Shed hunting, for sure. Way over fishing. It'd be cool shed hunting next to some water. So you could fish and then shed hunt on the way back. Yeah. Sick. For someone who doesn't know anything about shed hunting, <clears throat> are you just going out hiking looking for sheds? Are you stopping and glassing for sheds? or Depends on where you're at. We'll do both. We'll really cover some ground. Our last two hikes, we covered 14 miles just picking them up. Um, other times, we just didn't pick any up unless we glassed them up. Right. And the rollers. You know what's crazy? Like, if you were to watch YouTube and, like, you see, like, uh, the hushing guys, shed crazy, rising shed. You know, all these guys, you you always wonder, like for me, I always wonder, like, are they really putting in that many miles? They're putting in some fucking miles, dude. And you always wonder why, like, oh, Eric Chester's going through a pair of Krispies a year because he's blowing through them, you know? Those guys really put it down, but they put a lot of work behind the glass. Do they? They're always glassing them up. Oh, so they're actually looking for sheds via glass? Mm -hmm. No shit? Yeah, they found a bunch. 
Because yeah. when you live in Utah or where there's a lot of snow, they're going to be where the feed's at. Right. And if there's snow on the dark sides, which is the north sides, you glass the south sides. Right. You're going to find them. Right. Because they got to be in the feed. They don't like being in the snow as much as you think they would. Right. And that's where the food's at. They're going to be there. Right. They're going to bed in the sun, and then they'll, they'll usually push over. Mm-hmm. But we found sheds and beds more than you would think. No shit. They're going to they'll rake it off right there. Just right in their bed. Just shake their head. <laughs> Pop them off. One of those big browns I showed you. Yeah. I found it in a bed where the snow was melted, uh-huh. and it was a foot of snow everywhere else. Really? Deer shed, yeah. It was just laying there. Oh, so he was just chilling. Just kicking back, and it was time, and it dropped. And then there was tracks in the snow where he came in, and then tracks going out. Going out. I was like, that's cool. That's pretty cool. I, see, I'm like so, me and Brian, we've gone out a handful of times, just kind of poking around, acting like we know what we're doing. I have no fucking idea no what idea. I'm doing, dude. No we, uh, yeah, I mean, like, a deadhead. A deadhead it, I mean, I feel like I was more worried about stepping on a fucking snake, dude. I, I like, was not focused. I was, where yeah. we were at, snakes were, like, a big deal. And I was like, man. Tall grass. I, we had my dog with us, and I was just kind of not, it'll, you know. It'll happen. What yeah, oh, dude, I know. Three-by that I found. I found that in a bed, in, uh, and then I walked down the same trail that, he bedded from mm-hmm. and found the other side like 15 feet later. Oh, really? Oh, that big set you found mm-hmm. recently? Yeah. yeah. I think that's super cool. That's the most shed hunting I've ever done. A set is pretty cool to find. Yeah, if you can find a yeah. set. If you so can find them laying there. My buddy just found one, and it's in wide open. He calls me on the radio, and he's so stoked. And he's like, I got to find the other one. And two seconds later, he comes on. I found it. Oh. Five feet from this one. <laughs> that's so sick. He was that's so jacked rad. on the one oh, that yeah. he, couldn't, he didn't even see the other one. Sheds are super cool. So you were getting into, like, the north side, south side. you got to be where the feed's at. So there's a whole bunch of tactics into shed hunting. You're not just hiking. I don't know if they're tactics. It's maybe just something I learned, but now it's a tactic. It's just what I know. So, like, you know what to look for, you know, what to etch off. In this, Yeah, in this area. In okay. Arizona, we'll find them. They're just pretty. Everywhere. Just wherever. Okay. Like, do you think that's just your thought of, oh, they're just everywhere? Or is that, like, because you don't shed hunt it like you shed hunt here? And it's just what really I've. It's just like what I've found. But right. The deer act different everywhere. Yeah. In Arizona, yeah. They're, they're in the flats. Right. And here they're on the hills. Mm. And then they'll, if they're with those, they probably push them up on the hills. Do you run your dogs looking for them? No, but I'm picking up a new dog in two weeks. For yeah. shed hunt. He's a German wire hair pointer. Right. Going to Wyoming to get him. Oh, really? His name's Scout. Yeah, he's like four months old. And he is he? A, well, he's four months, so he's probably not. He's not going to be a. Oh, started he's a, dog. He's already started. Oh, he's a started he's dog? He's being trained by a guy, shed soldier dog. Oh, really? And he's training them. All his dogs shed hunt. Right. He breeds and links up with people mm-hmm. and trains them to find shit. So, like, there's a huge, like, in my household, right, I don't have kids. I have a dog that is like my kid, and I have my wife. My chick wants absolutely nothing to do with shooting anything other than mockingbirds and doves, right? And that it has... With a pellet gun is what she tells me to do. Not that we do that. No, but, no, I don't. You know, they just make a lot of noise, you know, and she's yeah. pissed. And, and so, like, she wants nothing to do. But what she would do to get her outdoors with me, because she doesn't do anything with me out there. She's just not into it. She would for sure hike, right? And having a dog that would pick up sheds would be, like, super sick. A good key way to open the door to get her outdoors with me. My dog now... We could go. I think if she came across one, she'd pick it up. 
You know, for sure. I mean, she picks up everything, but she's not a shed dog. She's yeah. a bird dog. Like, she doesn't. She chew on them. I bring them home, and she'll chew on them, but she's doesn't. They love them. It's really good for the dog. Yeah. A lot of nutrients in there. But that's kind of cool. You're getting a dog started for sheds. Yeah. So I got some pictures already. He's already picking them up. Really? Yeah. I've yeah. Seen him. And he, he showed me pictures. He's mostly just putting them out and seeing if he'll find them. And he's finding them? Mm-hmm. Are no they problem. like, are they fresh sheds, or are they old, old dry? Both, yeah. He'll find them. The Rottweiler, I'll hide a shed anywhere in the yard. He'll find it. Oh, really? My, this oldest one, he'll find it. Does he take, he'll go, you take him with? Not too much because he uh, he hurts his paws a lot. Oh. Yeah. So we'll take him bird hunting. Uh-huh. The hey, probably good. Trip. Is he good? No, he's not that good. But <laughs> <laughs> Checked it. But so we took him, right? And then uh, we were cruising and shot a bird going over a hill. Right. He's not leashed. He's just cruising. Yeah. And then, you know how it is, a steel shot, for me at least. Blue feathers, and it kept going. <laughs> so we went, looked for it, found the covey, shot some, and then circled back around. And I'm like, where's the dog? And he's 40 yards away, and he's sitting there with a paw up. No joke. I got video of it. I'm like, what's he doing? So we walk over there. There's that bird I shot earlier. Yeah. And it's sitting right under him. Really? He's sitting over it. Like, like he forgot, it's right yeah, here. He forgot this. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then, uh, so he was good then. 20 minutes later, we were in some big boulders shooting, and I, mm. he doesn't like fireworks. So I think the echoing, oh, he didn't like it. with him. So I saw him, and he was just walking to the truck. The truck's a mile away. He's just walking. I call him, and he stops. Keeps walking. Oh, yeah, he's done. I'm, like, I'm out of there. Yeah. So I bomb off the hill after him, and I'm chasing him, and he's just he's not running. He's just walking away. He's over it. Mm-hmm. Something must something to do with his hearing or something. So I grab a bird out of my pack, and I throw it in front of him, and it stops him. He stops over it. I leash him back up, and then so, but he hurts. He does hurt his paws a lot. Yeah, it, you know it's uh, dogs are dogs are funny, man. Yeah, they are. I That's mean, you, my dogs are mixed. Shoot, pull anything out of water, thick timber. It don't matter where we're at, dude. If we're bird hunting, that dog is like on crystal. It's the weirdest thing. He's cool though. That's like my that's my buddy. So oh yeah, it scares me with rattlesnakes too. Did you snake train him? No, not too. He doesn't get out enough, but I should have. I, I regret that. I snake train my dog, and she she's pretty good, and she still is good. People people advocate you should do it twice a year. You could get the shot too for him. Yeah, it's hundred bucks. Yeah, you just dart him. But I I can't do it through like Banfield or anything. They won't do it. You have to go to a specialty vet. Oh really? Yeah, and I'm like I need it. I'm like order it. I'll bring my dog. Get tell me when it's here. You know I'm out in the sticks. Otherwise I'm gonna come in with my dog's face all swollen. But yeah. she's. She's really good in regards to it because we've come across snakes, and she'll, like, let me know. Like, you, it, the body language of your dog when it comes across one after it's been snake trained, like, you know something's not right. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. Well, we're kind of rural up here. We got some fields around, and mm-hmm. we had, like, six gopher snakes come through, and he'll he'll let you know. Oh, really? Yeah, if he doesn't see it, I'll go grab him, bring it up to him, and he doesn't go buy it. Yeah, he's like, uh-uh. He barks at it a lot. Yeah. And then, uh. It'd be so horrible. Right. He got bit. Well, yeah. I mean. Different, different if I saw it. Dude, you know. you know what's crazy, though? You look at these dudes that are out of state, and they got, like, working dogs, and they go, ah, if it lives, it lives. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, I'm like, dude, my, if my dog got hit, I'd be like, fucking life flight right Some now. <laughs> you know? Life flight, you know? like. So I got a buddy. He runs dogs with his horses. Mm-hmm. It got bit, and then he took it to the vet, got all this anti-venom or whatever they do for the dog. Took him a few days and it was good. Now it gets bit once a year, down for a day, and it's fine. It's fine, huh? It's fine. It's just used to it. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. I want to say my old man's dog went missing for like three days one time, came back with a swollen face. 
and they took it in. It got bit by a snake, and it was like, oh, it's fine. Like it's the three days is gone or whatever. It was. I was a kid, and I remember it was, it was a husky dude came back with a big old swollen oh, head. Run away a lot. And it well, and they were like out in Valley Center. Dogs yeah. are wild, you know. Especially way back then, they used to let your dog go, you know. So, uh, how, how did you get into shed hunting? Like, what told you you wanted to start, you know, pursuing this? Well, I was bird hunting and or deer hunting, and then I just stumbled onto one. Uh, my brother actually hunts a lot, and uh, we don't get along that well. And he would pick them up, and I'd pick them up, and then one day I was like, I'm just gonna try to find them. And then I'd go find them, and it's an addiction. Once you could, it's like a deer hunting you go to a new area and find a deer you're like you're the shit right yeah in your head you're the baddest yeah. <laughs> but so if you go try some new area on a map and you pick up a shed or find a deer right it's like all the stuff you've been doing is paying off mm-hmm. so then we started really making some trips last couple of years we've done utah we've been to nevada we did new mexico and then just picked some up while hunting Arizona. Right. But you make special trips just to shed hunt? Just to shed hunt. Yeah, we got a trip Savage. coming up. We're going to do Nevada second weekend of May with Rising Shed. Yeah. And then into April, we're going out to New Mexico with a buddy of mine, Eric Cisneros. Big nice. elk. Big elk guy. He finds elk sheds like there's nothing. Yeah, I noticed oh, really? you, had a, you had a few hanging up in your garage. That's from a trip we did two years ago. Arizona or? New Mexico. New Mexico. Which is a trip because they're talking back on the deer sheds. Find deer sheds ten thousand feet. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're already back up there. They're up there dropping them. There's just not much snow where we're at. Ten thousand feet deer sheds and elk sheds. But if you go to like say Wyoming or Utah where the deer or the elk transition mostly, yeah, they'll be lower. Right. They're still up in the hills, but yeah, they'll drop whenever they want. Most of the biologists can't even figure out why they grow and drop. There's, like, speculations, but they can't figure it out. Like, why they grow and drop? So fast. They got the, like, general idea, but they don't understand why they grow so big and so fast. Like, it's... Right. It's based off... I don't know. I I would all that mineral them boys lay lay down out there. (laughs) I would imagine that... um, I would imagine that when, you know, biologically speaking, that they drop specifically because... It, a, it weighs its weight, right? And they're coming out of winter, they're weak, or they're going into winter and they're they're weak, right? Um, and generally speaking, in the in the spring when brush and shit is growing and it's big and it's you know luscious and their antlers are gonna get caught on everything. Yeah, well they drop them on purpose. You can watch them. They'll they'll kick them off. They know when they come off. Yeah, they know when they come yeah, off for sure. Usually a testosterone dump. Or warm weather is what I found. Warm weather? Once you get like a warm spell, and then the testosterone. must be both, right? Because they're over the chicks. Yeah. So testosterone dumps, and then they kick them off. They're over mm-hmm. it. They use them for fighting, obviously. Right. But, uh, it's so weird, dude, that testosterone and, and like, the undulate species is, like, it, it comes, it peaks, and then they want nothing to do. You know what I mean? Like, they want nothing to do with breeding after. We could close that window. If I don't chickens. No, dude, it, 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 adds, right. it adds to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We got so some roosters wild. back here. Mm-hmm. Wild. That means they're gonna lay. That's all right. It's good, good, man. I'm pretty close to drawing a Nevada tag, so we'll talk about a little preseason scouting for me. If you there, saw man. where I found <laughs> sheds in Nevada, you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm not hunting there." Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. I feel like though, when you look at terrain and you go like, "Ah, shit," you know, that's gnarly. That's just where you want to be. Yeah, we went 
I went with buddy Trevor. And we were like, let's just pick a spot on the map. And we went. And then we found some elk sign, and we were like, we're dancing. Like, oh, you were? Yeah. We were, like, <laughs> we're just yeah, like, what? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we, I'll show you. I found this burr, like 12-year-old burr. Like, it's nothing. A just the burr? Burr and, like, just a little front. Was it like chewed off or just, it's just old? Is old and yeah, broke, chewed and, and junk. Rats. For, and for the listeners, can you explain? Like some might not know what that is. Can you? Oh, the burr. Yeah, that's the part that's like right around the the base of the head. So it's the like antler off. connecting to the skull. Yeah, it's yeah. like right there. That's the burr or the pedicle, if you want to. Pedicle. I've heard that word before yeah. too. So I just found that, and we thought we were hot shit. There but it's go. cool. Same thing. You find an area. Right. Cool. So we pushed quite a few miles, and we hiked all the way all day. Picked up a couple deer sheds, and on the way out, I was trying to show my buddy. I'm like, look, there's elk crap over here. Scout over here. So we go back, and I'm looking for it. And right where I walked, there's an 18-inch elk spike shed. Right, I'm like, I missed that one. Yeah. And then he's skunked. I don't think he had a deer shed or anything. So we're walking back this old two-track that's closed, and we're just talking because we're over it. And uh, he goes, oh, shit. And I'm like, what? Six point elk shed laying off the oh, road. Dude, that's oh, dude, cool. yeah. old too. I'm like, no, no one's ever up. walked this road, huh? It's crazy. It's just crazy what you'll find. It's crazy the kind of terrain they get into. Like when I'm watching these videos on YouTube, like they're going in these gnarly canyons where bull elks, you know, they hang out during winter and spring like that. It's just, it's just wild to me. All that crazy terrain those big animals get into. It's that north and south facing slope stuff yeah. that Mark was talking about earlier. I used to, wa- I still watch Rogue Outdoorsman quite a bit. Like I think his. His yeah, he's channel's cool. pretty sick, and he lives in Arizona, so that's literally all he does is just, <clears throat> you know, looking for elk sheds. Rising Shed's doing that giveaway. Oh, yeah? Shed hunting giveaway. If you win, whatever, if you buy something and you win. Yeah. You know so Rising Shed and Rogue Outdoorsman. Do you oh, know the collabing? And you know the Arizona. details about it? Yeah, just if you buy something on Rising Shed's website, um, you could win shed hunting trip with those guys. This oh, one, this oh one, that'd be sick. Dude, this, that'd be rad. This one is Rising Shed and um, uh, Rogue Outdoorsman right. in yeah. Arizona. Dude, that'd be sweet, man. Yeah, he has some other, for elk sheds. Yeah, so they're like they gotta decide what they're going. Because if they buy, if you so if you purchase something on their website, then that would enter you in a raffle mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, dude. I'm assuming you're gonna get driven in blindfolded with no phone. Those guys, are, <laughs> those guys are pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, anybody that went um, isn't a dick. Yeah, we get a lot of that. So yeah. Do you um shed hunting? Do you? Shed hunt the same areas over and over again. No. Like, do you you don't have a hot spot? Do you like we'll go there again? It's hard because on uh, tracking apps, I'll track my hike, and then I'll go, oh, I already walked there. But you got to get over the fact that you did that two years ago. Right. You don't know what's came in. Yeah. All right. So we like we'll try a lot of different stuff, quite a few miles away. Yeah. But some stuff it's just. The way the range works, it's going to be in the same elevation band. Like the same canyon you wouldn't hit twice in the same year? Oh, or, you or could. <coughs> Damn, I almost right. died. Fuck, man. <laughs> Damn, that? that was like, was that? <sighs> dude, that was like a burp fucking breath at the same time. Dude, so. Uh, last podcast. I know, right? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, you would, if you're like, we're going to shed hunt this canyon, then next year you would go back to that canyon. Yeah. If you found good sheds in there. So trip on this. Most deer will shed in the same place. Oh no shit! Every year, most right. sometimes we found the same shed off the same buck, right? Multiple times in the same spot, mm-hmm. give or take some feet. But we just hiked out to a knob and some flats. Me and Trevor and another buddy, right? And I found a big four point, 
And then on the other side, I found the same side, four right. point, same deer. Right. And it was 100 yards apart. He shed there, crazy. shed there twice. Dude, so I, th- like, you're probably the perfect guy to ask. Um, Maybe. <laughs> well, let's find out. <laughs> a year, year and a half old deer comes into hunting season, right? Grows a spike. Dumps its shed hanging with mama, right? Is that, do you find, well, locally where we're at, I generally will find smaller, like, small forkies or, like, spikes in areas that I know does are at when we are look, shed hunting certain areas, like when we're just walking through. Yeah. Do you ever find small antlers, like year-and-a-half-old deer, where you find the big ones? Or is it because they're shedding, still hanging with mama, and the, the big bucks have already left the does? It makes sense what you're saying. I can't really pinpoint that. But we'll see a buck, and someone thinks it's rut. Right, and I'm like, no, that's just it's mom. It's just it's, it's mom. Young. It's dude. just yeah, out. yeah. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't know better. It's not Correct. old enough. Mm-hmm. It's just with its mom. I almost shot a forky. Remember last year, and I was like, dude, that's like that doe's his mom, and he was he was smelling her, but she's like kick him off and like, yeah. Remember, it was like yeah. really weird, but and then I was like, that deer. That was the same doe with the button buck. Yeah, remember? yeah. And I was like, that deer is gonna hang with that doe all year. And some of the zones we go to, if there's a forky with does, it's his parents. Yeah, it's his mom, right? The big boys are not going to let that forky be with those does. Right. They're going to push them off. As soon as they come in. Yeah. They might let them hang out with her when they're done. But that's like a year and a half old deer. Yeah. Hanging with mama. They'll hang with them. And then you go, when people find like little forky solo, and they're like young forkies, like I feel as if their mom is close. They just aren't close enough to get their ass whipped. Yeah. If it's during the rut, they're just kicked off. Yeah. They're just, yeah. We were, I don't know if you guys run into it, but we get a lot of bachelor groups of just big bucks hanging out. Yeah, our ones on cameras, they typically mm-hmm. will they be like together. four or five bucks come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there'll be a, a dink or two with the does. So mm-hmm. if you can find those bachelor groups for shed hunting, you're probably going to pick up a few. The problem is, is that we, like, it's very hard for where me and Brian hunt. I, it, we ain't finding, we ain't finding them. It's hard. It's hard here. Yeah. Yeah. I can't find bachelor groups. Yeah, they'll be covered in oak leaves by the time we're ready. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in that thick stuff just hanging out. They don't want to be out too much. The does are just always out. Right. Yeah. Going no. for Brian. Going for Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so let's hear your uh, first archery buck story. First archery buck story. You saw the mountain there. Oh, that forky? Yeah. Yeah, so I was with my buddy Kyle. He's uh, he's married with a couple kids, so he don't get out much. Um, we were glassing and glassed up five bucks. I was like, look. they went into a canyon. I was like, let's just get closer. So we used some sneak shoes and get real close. And we know they're close. And there's some does. And they're just looking up at us 20 yards on the other side of a juniper. And I'm like, here there goes that. And then uh, they ran off. Then they picked up a big buck with them, but there was only one. Yeah. And I was like, all right. So we keep going. And I look up, and there's a forky. And he's just staring at me. I'm like, let's pull an arrow out. Here we go. I knock it. <laughs> My buddy's 10 yards to my left. I knock it. I draw back. There's a bush right in my way. So I take a step back, let it go, punched him. So he, he let you do all that? Let me do all that. Dude, that sounds like. Just young and dumb, you know, just those four keys. Isn't it crazy, dude? Like, I had, I called Timmy, like, I hit her, I hit her. Remember the second to last day of A22? Like, I glassed the doe off the side of the road, pretty much. And uh, I glassed her. She's about five to six hundred yards out i run in after i text brandon don't call me i'm going in on stock and then i run after her 
And then, uh, anyways, I get to where I last saw her, and I'm creeping around. And then all of a sudden, I look left, and she's sitting there in the creek looking at me. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Hit the range finder. Boom, 60 yards. Draw, knock an arrow, draw my bow, and she's still, like, staring at me. I'm just like, okay, you're, you're done for. Boom, I shoot the fucking arrow. Bounces off a branch in flight. Just my buddy missed one in Arizona like that. But it's just crazy how, like, some deer will let you just sit there and do all that stuff before they're taking off. We've had deer walk towards us. Oh, yeah. They just walk and they lift it. They walk. Dude, I, I'm a firm believer. The easiest deer to kill is a forky in Utah in archery season. <laughs> they're just like, they, you just like, you could like drive the road and you're like, oh, there's a forky, hop out, they just eat, look at you, eat, <laughs> you yeah. shoot him. You, you, <laughs> got, you guys did a podcast with a, a guy from Big Chino, I think. Andrew oh, Hamensky. Yeah. So he was, I think you guys were saying like, you're not going to find a deer walking and it's just standing in front of you. I've had that happen more than once. Yeah. Like, just depends on the terrain, right? Like you're gonna, get, you could get close to him. He's a big four by four, giant, you know, giant buck kind of guy. That so. whole outfit, dude. They, they shoot giants. Yeah. yeah. You guys are saying that. I was like, that happens. To me dude, listen. The, I no, I, we weren't talking yeah. about no, no, forkies. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it happens. Like you hear about dudes every year that are like walking a trail. I'm like, oh, a forky crosses the road and sits Ooh. there in the road and like, <laughs> boom, and then he's like, yeah, I got my first deer or. People oh, easy, shoot them yeah. like that all the time. Like, that's how I would say if you're not – so if you're just getting into hunting, that's how it happens. People say, like, that's how they hunt. And I'm like, yeah. that's cool. Just walk, I guess. I'm not in the truck. Well, I'm I mean, walking. you think this guy right here, if he was on the hoof, this big 4 by 2 is going to sit there and let you range him and all that stuff? No, he's educated already. He's been shot at before, I bet. But you're yeah, supposed to range him? Yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes one, it helps. <laughs> that one that I – my first one, I didn't range him. Oh, you just like, sent it? I was like, oh, I know what he's at. He's at 70. Easy. And that's a little far poke. Yeah, that's a yeah, poke, that's a dude. Poke. But I was like, not the right way to look at it, but I'm like, it's just a fork. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I'm going to send it. And I, and he was quartered to me, and I'm like, I'm going to sneak it in his front shoulder, mm-hmm. in between, right in the chest, you know? And hopefully it's going to come out with the lungs. Yeah. Not hopefully, but if you're thinking what's going to happen, it's probably going to happen. If you have any doubt, you're going to miss. So you miss. Yeah, you just got to aim small and miss small, bro. So That's I got, true. I got over there, and so my arrow was right where I wanted it. Mm-hmm. Just the confidence of shooting all the time and yeah. muscle he, memory. It's gonna. That's it. It could happen. Well, did when he, did you pick up a bow? Because you've obviously been hunting with a rifle for how long now? Not that long. Not that long. Like you, someone, one of you guys, um, maybe nine years, eight years, nine years. Uh, yeah, a couple years longer than me. I think I'm older, though. Than you guys. I'm 35. But uh, we, got in, we got into it kind of late. Um so did I. I grew up pretty, you know, no money, right? So yeah. my dad would take his bird hunting here and there and then get some job, get him money, and then you start start bird hunting. Yeah. I was in love with bird hunting. Dude, hunt. bird hunting was Bird hunting was the shit. Well, admit you're addicted. Dude, you're like, <laughs> oh, man, I fucking busted that bird. You see that? And you're like, dude, you shot a fucking quail. Yeah. <laughs> you see the feathers go flying? And yep. then you find out the chucker hunters fucking look down on you. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, what's this chucker thing? Wait, dude, chucker like, hunters look down on. That's like a different breed. Yeah, it's, it, listen, yeah, everybody. I feel as if there's there's um, animosity amongst us as hunters and outdoorsmen and women in general, even against fishing. Like people, people. I don't think we're uh, oh, he's a pan fisherman. We're not. We're not. What, what am I saying? We're not together. Like we're yeah. divided. Like that's hundred sure. percent. We're all divided. Like it just. Some dudes are like, nope, bow hunting. Like you're. you're 
you're cheating with a gun. And then some dudes are like, bro, Stupid, any weapon, think, any animal, yeah. let me go have fun. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, we, I personally don't care. You know, no, yeah. I don't, it's I like just, seeing everybody. Out it's there. just a mindset thing. It is. It is. There's, you know. there's guys that'll shoot big bucks and they'll be like, I can't believe you shot that little buck. I will tell you the you truth. You don't know though. what that person's doing for no, hunting. No, no. You have no idea. And this is what I will say, though. Like, if you're, in a, if you're an archer and you're able to find success with a bow, Bro, you are going to find success with a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's what I will tell you. There's no way that, like, you know, I don't know. So it, that, it's just one of those we things. We did have a question, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we know the answer to it. Archery versus rifle, like, what, what's your preference? I'd say archery. Because yeah. you love archery or because the season, less hunters and... and Both. I'd say, I'd say the number one tag you could get is an archery-only tag. If you had the time and you didn't have kids, you had all the time in the world, you could hunt from July... Till November, you just run up, run up the state, and you can mm-hmm. run all the way down with the seasons. And he's on down. That's what we'll do. So this year we'll probably run up and get an over the counter tag, a tire up, which Tim, is in August. You know what Timmy was saying that like less hunters now for archery. I don't think that's the case anymore. Less hunters now for archery. Like there's, there's, there's less always been less archery hunters than. I don't know if that's the case anymore, dude. A hundred percent. When I go out, I very rarely see other archery hunters, and then. When I got a rifle tag two years ago, three years ago, when Carly was pregnant with Cooper, um, I was like five miles in, and I saw ten different people. So, I don't know, man. Stati- statistically, to like draw a tag now, like it's even getting hard for archery tags. I don't know draw. where we hunt, bro. It ain't very hard to get those tags. Well, up. not down here. Yeah. This no, no. I I see what you're saying. I'm saying like out of state. And well, stuff that like that. like elk hunting is harder to it's get ridiculous. a tag now for sure. Uh, I mean, but I think oh, that's across all spectrums. No, out out of state, yeah. There's a lot more archery hunters, but you still don't run into a lot of people if you're going in a canyon deeper than all oh, the road hunters. That's, yeah. that's what I mean. First rifle hunting. Dude, First rifle hunting. Yeah. Kyle Patterson, the guy we yeah. me and you went up and recorded with, he's been hunting San Diego like his whole life, and he was saying, remember what he was saying? He was saying, uh, dude, he used to go to canyons that. We're like, you'd never see anybody. Now you see people on the canyons that he used to get away from those people. From. Yeah. Everyone's going deeper. They're all a lot harder mindset. Like, they're, they're more mentally tough. And it's a good thing for sure. But it's, it's also like, I feel as if it's uh, self-induced. It's all because of social media and the, and the influence Easy, that yeah. people are putting out there. But you can go as deep as you want. Yeah. If you're a new archery hunter and, and you go deep versus the guy that, that's in the same canyon as you. I mean, the likelihood right. of him getting it done over the new hunter is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter as long as you know what you're doing, really. I love archery hunting. It's fun, dude. If you're a rifle hunter and you're scouting, why not scout with a bow? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's something. It's a good thing to learn. It's oh, fun yeah. to shoot at home. Teaches you where you should shoot the deer even, like, more precise. Mm-hmm. Gets you, like, real good with ranges. Like, I mean, I shot my rifle buck this year at 43 yards. Yeah. So, I'm like. It teaches you to be quiet. Read the <laughs> wind. Crazy. Oh yeah, dude. If, if you're an archery hunter, you're a. I don't want to say a better hunter, but you understand elements very well. Yeah, like you understand you, the wind. You'll and be what more it proficient does. rifle hunter Correct. if you bow hunt. And I mean, I'm sure there's people out there who go bullshit. I've been hunting my whole life with a rifle, and I'm just as good. I'm not arguing that. No. I'm not arguing. If, I, if, I'm just saying, if they're shooting all their animals within 60 yards of the rifle, then maybe that's the truth. But if they're shooting them at yeah. 200, then that's that's there's no way that can be truthful. Yeah, I, I think, like, concept-wise, like, they understand how wind works and stuff. Like, yeah, I can see that for sure. You know, but like you said, if you're shooting them below 60 yards with a rifle, you're understanding what it's to, like, what it is to be a bow hunter. There's those guys that shoot them from the roads every year with a <laughs> rifle easy. Mm-hmm. They're not going to want to pick up a bow. Yeah, they could maybe bump into it and shoot it off the road. 
but they're not going to want to pack in. You know what's trippy is that because bow hunting is, like, number one to me, um, when I rifle hunt, I have to, like, remind myself, like, dude, you have a rifle. You can shoot that. <laughs> that last year, I passed an opportunity, like, 200 yards, like – I'm like, oh, that's far. It's downhill. Pull the trigger, dude. Like, you know, like I should, bam, it would have been d- done deal. But I just was questioning. I don't know, man. It's weird. It just, as an oh. archer, like makes me think twice. I know? think there's more stress when you have a rifle in your hand. There is. Like, there is, like, dude. You just, you see a hunter and you're like, man, like he's 700 yards away. There's not going to be a deer in between them. Mm-hmm. With the bow, you're just like creeping quiet, mm-hmm. trying to be quiet. I could really hear some stuff out there. Like, makes you, it makes creeping you. with the bow. Makes what kind aware. of sneaks do you use? I heard you say sneak. Sneak tech. I've you heard of those. Yeah, I've heard of those. They slip on. Uh, they slip on over your shoe. Um, there's another guy. I don't know how to pronounce the name, but he sells the moccasins. Mm-hmm. He's in Nevada. They're called sneak tech. Sneak tech. Yeah, sneak I'm tech. Them up right Jay now. Scott, they're like rectangular, right? Jay Scott talks about yeah, them on all his I podcasts. Know. I have them somewhere. They're not far. Yeah, they're. Dude, you just carry them on your pack, and they slip over your shoes, and you're walking around with those on with the bow. Could hear some Deadly. You could hear some stuff moving. You would make fun of me. That's like I wear cowboy boots and I hunt, so I can slip them off and put my sneaks on. Yeah, they're like a rubberized. Uh, have you seen those gloves that construction guys wear? I forgot what they're they're called. G Tech or something like that. Yeah, G Tech gloves. I think so. So it's it's basically that material with a rubber coating. You can step on glass and cactus. Well, who makes them? It's a water shoe company. Oh, really? And so I yeah. I slip my boots off and I put those on, and dude, they're so quiet. And it was, it was after I I messed up on that that big buck. Um, barefoot, yeah. and had all the cactus in my feet oh, for a dude. week. I bought those. Unbelievable. Really? Yeah. Are they like that right there? Not that the no, viewers can really. listen. That's, yeah, that's them right there? That's a brand, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, for the listeners, you guys should check them out. Sneak Tech. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. You guys know who Ben Sandal is? That sounds very familiar. Yeah. Arizona Hunter. Sounds it, familiar. He shot that big buck up in the trees wearing those. Ben Sandal? No way. Ben Sandal, yeah, he's part of that real hunting. I think I'm Shed Crazy yeah, and yeah. Uh, Mullet Man. Yeah. Yeah, Ben, he's yeah, big I think Arizona. I him. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Dude, so let's hear, like, your gear breakdown, like your pack, what kind of, you know. I run an XO 4100 pack. K3. I love that thing. Yeah. Nice. That's, love, that's one, Brian. That's the one you had. He said he didn't like it. It's too squeaky. No, I did like it. It was just super squeaky. He's a, he's a hater. <laughs> I'll just yeah. be walking. It, Brian, Brian's gone. Sounds I've known like Brian. Attitude, yeah. Dude, I've known Brian for like two and a half years, and he's gone through like six packs. <laughs> I swear, dude. Just Black keeps going Jan. through them. Would you start with a Jan Sport? No, I had Badlands, so pretty much. I had a Badlands. Ba- but it was comfortable. I shot that. That bigger three boy, three by. I shot mm-hmm. my bow. Mm-hmm. Like packed that out in the Badlands, and I got home, and then I ordered an XO. It didn't work for me. You're so like, oh, so you got the K3 4800, the born and raised edition. Okay, just for the pockets. I like the pockets. Oh yeah, better. yeah. yeah. Right. So squeaky. It can if it's too tight. Oh okay. If the straps are too tight. It'll squeak. It'll squeak. Yeah, I love it. I packed. I shot that deer. My rifle. I packed it out three miles by myself. The whole deer with my rifle with my spotting scope. With my bond, everything. Right. So what kind of suck? What like brand glass are you using? Uh, just Vortex. Vortex. Yeah, some yeah. Diamondbacks, twelve by fifties. Yeah, it's right. good for the big country. We love the deserts. We love the burns. Mm-hmm. We love the country. You know. Right. You guys in your tree stands? I can't do. It. <laughs> Dude, it drives me crazy. That shit gives it's me tough. anxiety. I can't see. I'm gonna lose it. Really? Yeah. We'll go up here. We'll hunt burns. Yeah. yeah. 
We'll go anywhere. We'll hunt the low country, burns. You like glassing. Yeah. Glassing's key, man. Can't If I can't see it, I can't shoot it. You know what's crazy, too, is, like, there's so much, um, and you, you hear dudes talk about it, and we've, we've said it, like, whatever, whatever glass you run is good, for sure. Whatever works for you yeah. is great. But you hear it all the time, like, oh, you need, you need fucking Leicas, or you need Swaros, or you need HD Razors, or... Or any of that, you know, like it. It's What's like, that? dude, whatever works, man. I have a buddy. He runs that. What is it? BDX or BTX? Yeah, yeah. The he he glass them from the road. Yeah, and then he'll go in. Yeah. Well, I mean, with it those things, you can at. see a tick on a deer's ass from yeah. a mile away. Yeah, you see a rabbit fart with those things. Absolutely. <laughs> I like yeah. to hike, and it's you know, if there's a deer five miles away and I see it, I most likely probably don't want to go over there. There's probably right. deer closer. I'll find them. But he, it worked for him this year. He glassed one up. He glassed a bear up in a canyon. Mm-hmm. Drove all the way up in there as far as he could get. Went, walked all the way up in there and shot it. Worked out great for him. Yeah. So $3,000 or something. I don't yeah. It's, I mean, dude, it's expensive. I mean, glass yeah. is extremely expensive. If you have the money, I say buy it. Yeah, feel free. Yeah. You yeah. can always upgrade. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need it to start hunting. No, no, no. I, I know people no. say, like, you should buy what you, like, the most that you can afford. Spend that money. Yeah. You know, and then as you get into it, I mean, I know dudes that just have money that don't hunt, and then they wanted to get into hunting, and they end up buying, like, top-notch gear. They go out one season, and they're done. Yeah, that's crazy. You know? When you buy top-notch gear, and you, like, think you're going to go out and kill a deer your first year, that's, like, so far-fetched, especially where we're at. It's, like, out of control. Wow, Brian. <laughs> what happened? He's, like, you pouring, what is that stuff? I'm prepping his beer, dude. Dude. Tahin. You know how much Tahin. salt he just dumped in my beer? Wow, no, dude, pretend you're mule deer. Just okay, it so your your binos are they um, are they the Diamondback HDs or the OGs? Just OGs, yeah. I don't know. Did you have you looked through the HDs before? I've looked through a few. They're better. Everything's so there's more. There's, I've looked through some what, razors and some vipers, and they you could tell it's a little bit clearer. But um, the price I'm not cheap or nothing, but the price uh, is extremely different. It's a big difference, and I'm like. With I, I let my buddy that owns Vipers and Razors look through mine, and they're like, I can't tell the difference. So the now HDs are Poro Prism. It's a different prism uh, design. Mm-hmm. So you can tell they're more crisp, but... Have you had better luck with them? So my I had the standard Diamondbacks, and I got my wife the Diamondback HDs. and When I bought my Diamondbacks, the HDs weren't out. But for the price, for like an extra 40 bucks, the clarity that you get... Oh, that's it? It's... You need to be yeah, I'm not worried about that. Well, no, I'm saying, like, Timmy's shaking his head like you need it. If you're going to purchase stuff like that, you yeah. get the HDs. Yeah. You know, I, I know that, like, look at Black Friday if you don't have a set of Vipers or anything yet uh, to the listeners. This year, look at Black Friday. I know it's, you know, eight, nine months away. But, dude, last year, Vortec Vipers, bro, the 10 by 42s were $300. Two ninety nine Black Friday, Two, bro. You, yeah. I should have bought. I'm into ten that. of them sons of bitches and sold them. You know, you would yeah. make a thousand bucks on it. I'm into that. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great price, man. Look, I didn't. Don't tell the wife, but you guys are selling me on them right now. They're good, man. I run razors. They're, I'm, they're I'm good. With you. Yeah, uh, especially for this desert hunting, man. I didn't know the difference until um, my boss let me take his Soros to Arizona with me. He had never used them. He'll borrow them. And then, what, a year later, I ended up buying them from mm-hmm. him. Ruined for life. I'm ruined for life. Yeah. Love them. That's what they say. It's you guys look through those mavens? Look I've never looked through mavens. Not, we, at, the hunt, at the Hunt Expo, and, yeah. and I looked through those things. and They're good? Across the, you know, it's a big hall. And I'm like, trying to look. 
I don't even know what I'm looking at. They're so crisp. Mavens. Mavens, yeah. and then um, Miopta made a Cabela's brand, Vino, mm-hmm. the Euros. Those, and then um, the ones we were just talking about, the Vortex, the higher-end ones. Oh, the UHDs? Not UHD. Bef- the, the Razors? Razors. So all three of those are very comparable. And um, <laughs> if you look at it, with the Swarovski, you gain 12% of clarity. That's pretty good. But you're paying $2,000 for the extra yeah, 12%. Yeah, yeah. So the reality of it, if you want to stay in that, that $1,000 price range, mm-hmm. the Mavens. I, yeah. I've done so much research on binos, it's silly. Athlon Aries is good, too. Yeah, you know a lot they're, of them. They're a Japanese company, Athlon That's Aries. That's a good brand. Yeah, they're, they're, they're up and coming, too. I, matter of fact, prior to buying my spotter, I was thinking about getting their spotter. Just the reviews, they're like, I like to hunt, so if I'm getting out there, maybe I'm I'm sure everybody's missing something and everybody oh, yeah. has their yeah. opinions, but dude, let me have those ones. That you <laughs> I know, right? No, no, I, I, nothing's going to beat getting out there. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah, not going to find deer from your house. Oh. You know what I mean? You got to get out the, there. So. The only difference, we really, might. between my razors and swirls is at 2,000 yards, you can tell buck or you can tell exactly what that buck is right. if it's in the shade in a bush. That's that's really the only difference. Which is c- if I see a buck and I know it's a buck, I'm going to go. Well, dude, that's <laughs> what I've always said. Exactly. Dude, I've always said, if you could tell that <laughs> yeah. thing is a buck, you're going in. It does, like, I'm not a trophy hunter, dude. No, everybody's dude, different. I, I literally, like, this past January in Arizona, I don't know if I said this on a podcast or not. but uh, Probably not. You haven't recorded since, like, yeah, December. you're right. Well, anyways, I, I was with Ryan Howard, and uh, we were glassing this, you know, this area in Arizona. We've been finding deer every day. It was ridiculous how many deer we were seeing. But anyways... We're like a thousand yards away, even probably even more, glassing this herd of deer. And I'm like, dude, I think that's a buck, man. We should probably go in. It's like the last day. It's a Sunday. We got to go home. And Ryan's like, are you serious, dude? That thing looks tiny. He has the 18s UHDs. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, dude, that's probably not even a fork. I'm like, dude, let's just go. So we go over there. And then I'm like, okay. We, we make the trip all the way over there. We find the herd of deer. And I'm like, okay, Ryan. He's a fork. It's a two by one. But it's the last day. I think I'm going to go after him. And then, like, they're feeding right. So we go around this <laughs> mountain towards them. And then I'm like, oh, my God, there's a 4 by 4 in that group. So I was so stoked just that I was able to see antlers from that far, which right. I, it wasn't that 4 by 4 that I saw from that far. It was that little buck. Right. And what do you have? I saw them with 15 by 56 Vortex vultures. They're rich, dude. No, they're old school, dude. They're like, it's the, like oh, yeah. It's not even HD or none of that. If mean, you put my glasses on right now, that's what you see when you look through his vultures. <laughs> Super. Yeah, I mean, they suck, but, I mean, I can... <laughs> They work for me. They work for I've you. Been yeah. Able to kill no, deer with them. Yeah, he can find deer with yeah. them. There's no doubt. And then, like, I had an attempt at that buck. I missed that same buck the night before. Yeah. Um, it's like a foot over his back, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, <laughs> I got into like 84 yards of that buck, and he winded me. But, um, you have a couple missing stories. Oh, Dude, yeah. I got three. Just this, and I was always like so prideful. But shooting over two. Shooting over every time, not under. No, I shot under because th- the doe. In early December, A22, I used the wrong pin. I used my oh. 40. She was 50. 90% uh, of the time, that happened. But towards end of season, that kind of pressure of, of getting that tag filled, getting that arrow put in the deer, I mean, I can see, like, at the beginning of the season, you don't have as much pressure, so your shots I are I got a forky walk at 40 yards early season. Wow. Really? Man. Really? Yeah, like a double. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm a like, trophy oh, doe hunter. Killed the, I just oh, killed yeah. the buck in Utah. Big doe hunters? Yep. Uh, we don't have those tags. We have them across the freeway. So do you like... <clears throat> do you what are you what is your take on predators in California, dude? Brian, you showing us something? No, I was just <laughs> No. It, it's all right. bathroom. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why are you keep asking? Uh, 
flaky basket. It's kind of weird, right? We one, one or two. One or two. Both. <laughs> <laughs> you could go around here too if it's one. If it's two, but you can go around. <laughs> yeah, just go around there. Go the wrong way, out the fence. Where my dogs go. Um, but, uh, I was asking you something. Uh, yeah. Brian interrupted. Yeah, very gosh, it was the predator hunting. Oh, yeah, predator yeah. Hunting. What what is, what is your take on? I'm super for it. No, no. I'm saying like the predator management plan that California has. I'm not for it. It's horrible. <laughs> it sucks. Like, what is your like? Obviously, you're against it. But have you seen like predation in the unit you live in? Easy. It's yeah. Pretty. Is it bad? Between yeah, between myself. Well, I didn't actually put eyes on them, but we were close. My buddy put eyes on two mountain lions. And then we had two other buddies glass them up, two different other zones, like yeah. up, up here and then across the freeway. Two of them just walking. And then he found a dead doe right by his truck. Mountain lion fresh. Oh, really? Kill, yeah. Um, they're, they're big. I'm big into shooting coyotes. I sh- shot one with my bow uh, while I was hunting. And th- you see them everywhere. They're going right. to be everywhere. And people are like, oh, they're not going to hurt a deer. They're gonna get. They're gonna mess with the deer. Oh yeah. They're gonna pick those fawns out. Yep. Freshly dropped. They're gonna eat them up. Yep. Where the mountain lions are, and they're gonna compete. Right. There's a big study I saw. In Wyoming, maybe. Somewhere was the wolves, and uh, they were they were tracking. Maybe it was a mountain lion. They were tracking in. They were finding what it killed, and the numbers were. Did you guys see it? Meat eater yeah. released it. Yeah, I did. Actually, I didn't see Tommy, it. Tommy was Tommy it recently. Said, it was a few months ago. Tommy sent it to yeah. me, my father-in-law. They were doing a study on how much the predators were killing. Right. And they were saying they would, they would kill, I don't know, I think it's a mountain lion, I don't know. It would kill an elk or a deer, and then the wolves would come in and steal it. And they have to kill another one. Yeah, and then they'd have to just keep killing. Yeah. And people don't understand that. Even the bobcats. Yeah. The bobcats kill the birds, and then the birds are gone. Oh, and then the co- there's less food for the coyotes. Like, it's just vicious circle. Yeah. Well, we, and the bobcats do take down deer. I had one take one I've down on my trail cam. I've seen that video. That's crazy. They at least harass them. Displace I mean, them. No, no, I'm tired it, and something it, else could kill them, too. It, it yeah, for sure. They've latched on. Yeah. Yeah. I killed it and buried it in my ground blind. No shit. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I have pictures of it. Oh, dude. That's insane. I, I know that bobcat specifically, like, especially in San Diego, right? Like, San Diego, the NWTF, National uh, Turkey Federation. Right, um, they've like put a lot of time and effort into the population of turkey in San Diego and Southern California, and that when I remember specifically hearing from individuals um, that when the bobcat ban happened, like our turkey population's <coughs> fucked because it, like you got to think you're a ground dwelling bird, right? Like mama and daddy are pretty pretty keen. They've gotten to where they're at. But and this is it, I'm gonna go full circle with this, but those bobcats, coyotes, lions, they, dude, they're 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 opportunistic hunters, yeah. right? And it, bobcats for sure. If you leave a unpopular or a population of bobcats unchecked, and I'm not even sure how many we took out. Like I don't even know how many varmint hunters uh, are killing bobcats at the time. Like how many were actually coming out of San Diego. But when the opportunity was there and you had a tag, you shot it. Now. The opportunity's there. There's no tags allowed, and you're not allowed to shoot it. I don't know about you guys. I didn't see them as much before the ban as I do now. Oh, I seen now 11 last season. Did glass you see 11? 11 total last year's season. Yeah. All I know is that our predator issue, and I and I feel like it comes up like damn near every podcast we put out, but it's just so important to outdoors men and women that are out here trying to, you know, enact the North, Amer- the North American Conservation Act, right? Like, 
it just like the North American conservation model. I'm sorry, but it it predators are ruining what we have are have here in California, and it's going unchecked. Absolutely, and then everybody that wants to protect the predators, they don't understand that. They're just going off their feelings, right? Right. I heard some feelings that people shoot bears. I'm like, if they looked at the model on how many bears have already been throttled down on how many you could shoot. Right. And when was the last time we filled that quota? Oh, yeah, there's no bears. Quite a few years ago, no one filled that quota. Yeah, yeah, we're not allowed to hunt them with dogs. Yeah, California's got the most bears, they say the most bears in the United States. I believe it's around 48,000. You guys don't hunt bears down there, do you? No. No, so we we were up north and... Uh, we were glassing and a bear stepped out and I bought a bear tag with my bow. Uh, we were up there with my bow and I'm like, I'm going to buy a bear tag because I know I'm in bear country. Right. He stepped out and then I was trying to get the wife a deer and then it was last light. And in the morning we were glassing and he was right there and I was going to go after him but there was a nice three by two. I was yeah. trying to get the wife off. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll circle back to him. We got pretty close to those deer but he, he had bounced. It's just smart. But. Did I feel as if Right now, and here in the next couple months, it's like the most detrimental time for our wildlife in California, you know, with fawning season coming up, uh, turkeys are laying eggs, you know, ground belt, like quail. Everyone everyone is like breeding. And, it, and fa- it's like fawns will be dropping. Dude, in a the fawns months. drop and bears. Like the bears, who were we talking to, Brian? We were talking to someone. And it was. Randy? No, no, it was Bill. Gaines, and he was saying, like in the Sierras, dude, the number one fawn predation is bears, and it's like, obviously it's a meal, but dude, if they're they're opportunistic, they're gonna eat one, they come across another one, they're gonna get it, you know, and they're gonna bury it, and you know what I mean, and it's like uh, these predators, like I said, they're just they're just going unchecked, like all we do our part, thumping dogs, you know, coyotes, but as far as like bobcats and mountain lions, save the pits. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a. I think it's a vicious circle. They banned bobcats, so that's gonna take out some small game for sure. So the coyotes aren't gonna have that, right? They're not gonna have the rabbits and stuff, whatever mm-hmm. they want. So they're gonna step it up. Yeah. Right? So the mountain lions are gonna step it up. Yeah. Right? So are we gonna see coyotes gonna... start herding together more so like a wolf pack, so they can take down bigger game? The is most that... most I've seen was fox together. They pack up. Yeah, oh, they run yeah. together, man. They got packs. Yeah, kind of. Most dogs that I call in come. One or two. Yeah. Every yeah. once in a while, we get a four or five, but there's younger dogs in there as well. Because I know the males will push out the the younger males once they get old enough. Same thing. They'll hunt with their families, right? Yeah. Teach those younger ones. But uh, I think it's big. Shoot those coyotes. Now they'll 100%. say they'll say that those packs will fluctuate their their pups. Their numbers. Off. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah. What's what's your coyote uh, pack dump like? When you go out predator hunting, what caliber do you use? I have a twenty two two fifty. I don't get out as much as you guys. I need to. Mm-hmm. I see one. I'm like, oh, I need to come hunt, and then I just don't go out because I'll probably go shed hunting. Right, right. <laughs> and then well. I'll shed hunt, and I'll see coyotes, and I'm yeah. like, I should have brought a gun shed hunting, uh-huh. and I always mess up on it. Yeah, we were we were actually coyote hunting up here behind the house. We can't call. We couldn't call them in for shit up here. Yeah, so really? I, was, I was. They're everywhere. So I was showing uh, of my little brother. He wanted to start hunting. Finally, wants to start hunting. He's growing up fast. Um, we we went. And I was like, yeah, let me show you this water hole. It's pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Go up to it and all these quail, all these dove fly out. Turn around, dude, two coyotes walk right by. The guns are in the truck. I'm like, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, dude. And then he's like, he's like, oh, you're going to bring the gun? I'm like, 
That's not how it always works. Yeah, no, I think it, it's easy. It's a rarity. <laughs> so now you got a call, and he's been going out, and he hasn't been able to call me. Yeah, well, it's not. I Dude. mean, there's easier times like the winter's money, but yeah, you'll get them in, but you just got to put time in. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know, man. I feel as if we're on a uphill fight when it comes to predators, and I hate to be pessimistic, but it's real bad. It it is bad. The worst you know? the worst thing about California banning bobcats is they never give you anything. They ain't right. gonna give them back. They only take, right? They yeah. take, they take the bears, take the bob, take the mountain lions. What's next? Coyotes? Probably. <laughs> yeah, they're trying. They already took away the bounty on them. There used to be a bounty on coyotes. Right. Yeah. It took, you can't have uh, calling championships like yeah. Utah would. Yep. Which needs them. I don't know about you guys. I see coyotes. They're everywhere. Oh, dude, we see them too, oh, yeah. man. I, I know that. We busted one last weekend. Believe me. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Believe me that. Without a doubt, dude, in the next five years, it will be a attempt to ban coyotes. I feel like they tried a couple years ago and it got shot down, but coyote hunting is coming. Or the ban on coyote hunting is coming. They're definitely going to try. They're going to try for sure. You know, it's just with just like the bear ban, uh, when that popped up, we need to... Uh, Brian, you're getting fucking drunk, dude. No, this one's for Timmy. Oh, right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, Brian, you're getting fucking drunk. Pour but salt I, all over his lap. I know, right? <laughs> Pour it on his lap again. But I, I know that um, without a doubt, like, if we can all band together like we did on the bear band, yeah. we can defeat these propositions. Like these, You know what I mean? Like, when they pop up, we can totally beat them. And especially with Howl for Wildlife. Are you a big fan of Howl for Wildlife? I am, yeah. Dude, ain't that so sick? It's crazy how... how it is just to get on there, send out an yeah. email. Now I don't. I do think if they got a thousand of the same emails, they're gonna be like, okay, right. But it's cool just to get, just to get in the voices. Inbox. Yeah. Now if you want to go in and copy it and change some stuff, cool. Do they read it? Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? But I I can tell you that the last thing these these Poindexters want is a thousand or fifteen hundred emails on yeah. a Monday morning. In their inbox saying, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and, and the fact that, like, I can tell you right now that how, just speaking with John Stallone, when me and Timmy and, was it Ryan? No, it was Ryan. It wasn't Brian. Mm-hmm. Me, Timmy, and Ryan, we talked to him. He, you know, that ain't a free service, dude. Like, it's free for us. Yeah. But, dude, that costs money. They put in work. They do. They, sure put, in a, they put in a lot of money. A lot of money. And a, a lot of their own money. And and I don't know the back so I, like the backstory on it, how it's all plan, panning out and if they're going to get whatever funding or whatever. But all I know is, like, if you can support the cause, you want to buy a sweater, a shirt. I know they're doing merch now. They have donation links. They have donate. Yeah. Give a few bucks, dude. Three bucks. They'll take three bucks. I think with what they're doing and how fast they're doing it, they'll get some groups. Oh, yeah. They'll get some groups to they'll get put backing. some money Well, Clay in. Newcomb. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, they're killing it already. Bear Hunting Magazine, he already put it out there. You know, he's talked about it on his podcast, Bear Grease. You know, I think um, – Stephen right now, the Mediator podcast. I mean, all the big names are they're pumping it because they they look at it and recognize it as it's a good thing. And it's like without that, it, it's kind of weird how it's taken so long for that to get out to us. Because I'm sure there's been like things out there that are yeah. kind of in the sort of same realm, but to be like so specific and like to get everyone organized and have it at our fingertips, you get an email that says. Join the how. Yeah. No problem. Click. And it you just, you're bam, it's, and you go. It's two big guys in the industry, though, you know, mm-hmm. well-recognized guys for their hunting videos and stuff. So mm-hmm. for them, it would be a lot easier to do what they're doing than, than people like us. Oh, yeah. Us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for somebody or guys like us that wanted to do that, dude, like, it would 
We would need to call the John Yeah, Simone's you would have to to have them, and you'd have to get buy-in from them. So it, it, I'm glad that it's they're able to take that and run with their platforms and their notoriety and be able to help not just where they're at. Dude, this is like the United States. I mean, dude, you're hitting bills in fucking Pennsylvania. You're hitting bills up here in Washington. Like, there's it's all stuff over. Stuff I never even heard about. Yeah. yeah. They're hunt on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, they're tra- that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you know what I'm like? Virginia, dude, dude. They're fighting for, they're fighting for they the right to hunt on, hunt Sunday. on Sunday. They got it. They got it through the first step, or yeah, yeah, they got. Yeah, it. I was I was just out Not in Virginia religious. two weeks ago, and I was talking to the dude. We were out there visiting my my old lady's girlfriend and and her husband, and and I was telling him like, dude, you guys can't hunt on Sunday. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, bro, you guys can't hunt on Sunday. I found out through. And, and, well, he didn't. He ain't a hunter, but he's like, I didn't even know that. And I'm yeah. like, no, look, dude. Like, what is it because of religious thing? Yeah, it's a religious. <laughs> it's a rest day. It's a Christian state. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a commonwealth. You know, in, in any in any case, how for wildlife is awesome. You know, it's crazy how short they've been around and how smooth it flows. Because like, that's sense. a lot of work, dude. It makes sense. Dude, it makes so much. Of, everybody's pumping it. Dude. Yeah. Just imagine in five years, uh-huh. you're gonna look at what they're doing now, and you're gonna be like, oh, that, dude. At that some was point, nothing. like, but so they check look this out. so good right now. At some point, they're gonna have to have a full time staff. Yeah, and a full time staff costs money, and for them to do what they're doing now, are they're essentially taking time out of their day. They're, I don't believe they're getting compensated. I'm pretty sure it's a nonprofit, and it's going to continue to stay a nonprofit. But it's going to get so big that they're going to need a staff of some of individuals to run it full time, and and all of that. It and we kind of talked about it a little bit. It's like an organization like that needs funding, right? The problem is with all these nonprofits that are out there, they're all for themselves. RAMF, like, you know. Mule Deer Foundation, Ducks Unlimited, the Quell Foundation, all these foundations that are nonprofits, bro, they ain't giving a dollar. That's crazy. And, it, and, and like, I could see it, like, and I can see why they wouldn't, because there's only a small pot of money out of us, and they're biting for that, for their organization. This isn't like some mom and pop thing it. in their backyard, you know what I mean? These are huge organizations that deal with millions of dollars a year, but, like, we need those organizations to donate because they ain't doing what Howl for Wildlife is doing. No. Like, like they're doing good things. Believe me, I'm not bad-mouthing them. Yeah. I'm just saying, oh, yeah, like, yeah. we, they, those organizations I just mentioned, uh, should be concerned with what is happening out there that Howl for Wildlife is directly taking the fight to. You know what I mean? Like, like look at Charles. Charles put in 15 grand of his own dude. money to start his website. Yeah. 15 grand or 17 grand. That's a lot of money, dude. Is that Howl? Howl? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He Charles, was one of the founders. So, so, yeah, I think Charles and, and John were the ones who initially got together and started it. And, you know, Shadow Tracker on YouTube, kill, the pig killer, heavy metal pig killer? I think I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, so that guy, I've been watching mm-hmm. both John Sloan and Charles for right. years and years. So, kind of cool. Yeah. Watching what they're doing. It's, uh, I, I think what they're doing is a good thing. And, and obviously, those dudes are way smarter than I am. And I it's hard for me to even wrap my head around, like, how they did it or how they're doing it. And, and you know. The hoops had to jump. Yeah, through. and you know it. I just want them to be properly funded, so we don't lose that something avenue. Part of the magazine, the purchase of Dude, Bass Pro. Something. Like yeah, like a small I mean, chunk. if Bass Pro put it in there, I mean, I don't know what it would do, but Bass Pro's catalog goes out to fucking millions of people, right? If they had a page in that, yeah, for like, it'll, it'll get there. I'm oh, sure. I, I'm sure Easy. it will. You know, but but here's like that's a good, what it here's takes. a good one. Like, I'm a big Amazon shopper, right? Oh yeah. Just that's why I don't like going to the store, so it's probably on Amazon. <laughs> there, there's a section now 
you could sign up. It's called, oh, I can't remember what it's called. I have to look, but Smile. Smile. Amazon Smile. Okay. So you, you sign up. You could pick an organization to donate money to. So I have Society for Conservation of uh, Bighorn Sheep. Oh, okay. So every purchase I make from Amazon Prime, they donate to the Society for Bighorn Sheep. They Amazon donate. Amazon donate. What? Yeah. Oh, dude. Cool. So you just link it to your app. Yeah, How for Wildlife pick, needs to get on that. Yeah, pick whichever one you want and then donate. I mean, it's like not much money. Right? But it's a tax write-off for them. It's something. For sure, yeah. Dude, I mean, if you could you, donate to there's mil- there's millions. Of dude, this is I, – I've literally, like, thought about nonprofits and fundraising because we, we as R2R have had many brainstorming uh, meetings where, like, we're, like, how do we affect our deer herd? Like, how do we affect the management in Southern California? Like, how can we help? I've thought about, like, dude, so many different ways. And and I don't even know if I should bring it up like this, but I'm going to say it anyways. I, I almost want to look into, like, uh, like, Apple Pay and Google Pay, right? And we develop a platform, gives out, like, a monthly newsletter. And it's, like, a dollar a month. And every dollar of that goes to funding habitat restoration guzzlers or whatever i mean dude it's a fucking dollar you can set it up monthly payment through it's like if you buy an app that has a monthly charge could you imagine getting an email on your google account oh you just sent to fucking swinging d's nonprofit. you know a dollar (laughs) 99 cents that's right you know and it it goes (laughs) and it goes to the the foundation you know and it's like i don't know if how for wildlife i think i told john that off air but that would be perfect Yep. You know, if I could just do an auto recurring payment for a dollar, or even two, three bucks, and whatever. How many, how many people do they have now? They have thousands. Yeah. Could you imagine? They, I mean, dude, they got it is out there, and if they got a dollar from everybody, not that they're they're saying this is what it requires, but if you had an option, click the link, sign up. It's Apple Pay or Google Pay for instead a dollar. of having the time to go on and and do everything one time and donate twenty bucks, just yeah, have a dollar a month every month go out. It's no twelve dollars a year, dude. Looks like every gun purchase, a small portion goes to Pittman Robinson. Yeah, mm-hmm. goes like you could find something, dude. It it would work out, you know. And and what are you even looking at? what are you looking at, dude? Little, Brian? You know what, man? Not just. Just to change the subject, but I'm looking at all this fishing gear, and I don't see not one ugly stick in this room. No, nah, there's probably not one over there. I'm a big lose Daiwa guy. Yeah, Daiwa, man. I'm uh, a big ugly stick guy. Yeah. One, one Walmart. Because <laughs> you are an ugly big stick. Ugly <laughs> stick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so real quick, that mount, that beautiful mount, that goofy buck you've got, I want to hear full story, not 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 the Cliff Notes version, like full story of that, that hunt. Oh, that's a good one. Full story. All right. My oh, brother, yeah, my brother, big time hunter. We don't get along. We don't hunt together. Can't do it. <laughs> How old is he? We're twins. What? Yeah, same oh, apart. Twin? Yeah, twin brother. <laughs> I'll <laughs> show you guys your, his Instagram, and we're just. I hate. Yeah, I hate my brother too. All, dude. all my friends, we don't. We just don't get along. We're cool. We see yeah. each other. He was at the movie thing. Oh, he was. Yeah, he sat with me. Oh, you guys drove together. Oh, so you yeah. guys got along. Guess no. <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> he came up to me. I was at the bar getting a beer. Someone oh. tapped me on the shoulder, and I was like, that guy looks like me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Family problems. Crazy. Dude. Yeah, family right. problems. We're going to get along. Oh, but he's cool. But, oh, he invented deer hunting, I think. But anyways, he's cool. <laughs> oh. So we're, we're, go- we're, we're going hunting. We're driving in. It's like 3 in the morning down this long road, and there's headlights coming out. And I'm like, it's weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And as they're pulling up, I see there's a logo on the door. I'm like, oh, cool, game warden. They don't bother me. I'll talk to him. It's cool, you know. I like to see him. It's where my money's going. Right. He pulls up, and it's a dude and his kid. And uh, they're hunting, and we end up talking for a minute. And 
they're camping where we're going to park at a wilderness boundary. And I'm like, oh, can we park at your camp? They're like, that'd be cool because it looks like someone's at our camp. Mm -hmm. They're like, we've been here for a week, and we haven't seen any deer. No bucks. You know, we've seen some does, no bucks. They said a three-by-three ran through their camp. I'm like, we're going to park there and go go up there and hunt. I'm like, cool. So we park, and we start hiking. Look up. There's a four-by-four. He's walking with some does. Quarter mile from his camp. Oh, Oh, man. So... We're sitting there trying to watch what they do, and he, they go up on a hill, and they're bedding on top. And I'm like, cool. So we start to make a play, and I look over, and there's a bush just swaying back and forth. And I'm like, oh, there's a buck behind that bush. And then he comes out, and we know there's a doe down in the canyon. Not a canyon, just a little draw. And so he's coming down, and I'm like, he's didn't come left or he's didn't come right. He's got to be jumping with that doe. And here he comes to our left, 150 yards happens kind of fast i'm just building up my miss all right so it happens fast <laughs> he's pushing this dough and then i just freehand it i'm like this is a chip shot how far 150 i'm like it's just in the wide open yeah, yeah freehand 150 that's yeah. what i'm talking about not not the best idea not the best moment miss him and i'm like he doesn't even move he just keeps walking he doesn't look he doesn't stop the dough doesn't look doesn't stop they're just walking and he's just pushing the dough and i'm like Shit. So I work up this little hill, uh, 20 yards, and I get on a tree, and then I just rest because I can't lay down. There's too much brush. And then I smoke him and drop him in his tracks. And I get up there and dual main beam, funky. You guys saw it. Yeah. Super I didn't know what it was, I, but I'm, I don't care. Yeah, yeah you I just, saw antlers. He's pushing does. I'm like, it's probably pretty good. You don't really see spikes or little forkies pushing them that hard. I mean, you have, but not yeah. often. Yeah, I dropped them a quarter mile from the truck, and we were, we were uh, driving out at 8.30. It's perfect. Did you yeah. run into those hunters? No, they were gone. Oh, God, that would have been so oh, funny. Dude. Yeah. We got one. <laughs> so what did you hit them with? What 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 caliber, what rifle? Uh, 308 Barnes 168 grain TTSX. I think it's pretty sure that's I like TTSX, yeah. Yeah, the TTSX is good. does good for me. Yeah. So, yeah, I just dropped them. And then we drug them down to the wash where the trail was to the guy's truck. And I was like, I hope he sees us tomorrow. It's me pissed. <laughs> oh wow! But it just that mm. just happened. They just decided to go somewhere else. Did you shoulder punch him and flop him, or did you lung him and he took off? Uh, I'm pretty sure I lunged him. I dropped him, he but it was a great him. shot. Right, must have been his shoulder. Bronco kick and all that. No, no, just out. Did uh, I was so far. Did yeah. you did yeah. you find the bullet? <laughs> um, no, we did not. Punch through him. I don't remember if it punched through him. We do gutless method, so I think yeah. I would have found it. I can't remember. You get the tenderloins when you do that. Oh, everything, everything, okay. yeah. yeah. You don't lose anything. I've yeah. never done it yet. It's, it's the easiest way, It's dude. the best way to do it. I don't like, yeah. dude, I don't like cutting the esophagus. I don't like cutting it. I just gutless, dude. Gutless, gutless to get the head, all the meat, everything you need, all you need is a knife. Mm-hmm. It's legit. You don't need a saw. No. Everything you need is a saw. You don't need a saw. Well, we, we won't say this unit, but is it a pretty overhunted unit? Overhunted? No, because like, there are a, a lot of people. There's a good tag number. A lot of people, yeah. Because people go, people hunt with a group, and they'll push. Yeah, that sounds like, like everywhere. It's just orange, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say the word we have. For oh, it, dude, that's like that happens in San Diego all the oh, way dude, up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just a sea of orange. I have a game boarding buddy, and he rides some tickets. Oh, good, good for uh, they're uh, harassing deer drive, deer drive, but they're they don't have a hunting license and they don't have tags, so they're they're pursuing big game without a license and a tag. And he rides some tickets for it. Good Thank God, good, dude, yeah. makes sense. He wraps them up. That's good, man. That Which I, I, I don't know, like, if it's 
certainly like in the book, but I mean, you're pursuing big game without. But, a you know, the, the reality is, is the majority of tags fishing game right. If you just go to court, they don't even show up to yeah. fight you on it. Get five guys with licenses and tags. Do whatever you want. So you, you got priors, Brandon. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and it was I didn't do anything wrong. It was just yeah, blatant, myth, horrible experience with fishing game. Yeah. It's horrible, you know. It is what it is. Oh, yeah, hold on. Oh, you uh, the wrong person. Yeah, there you go. I have I, a, I have a great, great experience with them there. Dude, listen, yeah, I've only had one bad experience with fishing game, and that fishing game board knows exactly who he is, and hopefully he listens to this. But every other one, they're great, man. Me and Brian ran into one up in uh, D15 last year. Oh, the coolest dude. I thought Super, he was a captain. Yeah, he's a captain, dude. D he's Nelson. David D Nelson. David Nelson. Dude, Super cool guy. Dude was the best warden. Well, I mean, they're all pretty cool. Yeah. Except the one I ran into. You'll run it. They're weird. Like, not dude. weird, but they have personalities, too. Like, yeah, well, yeah, they could have a bad day, and I don't hold it against them, you know? Um, well, they got to deal with such and such all day, all, you know? All they like, did, listen, all they did to me was when I had that run in with the warden. When it happened, I was like, this is horrible. Like, the guy ruined my hunting season. Like, was so – he didn't get me for hunter trespass or nothing, but he got me for trespassing. I didn't even have a gun on me or a bow. I wasn't even hunting. I was working on a tree stand. And, uh, anyways, all he did was educate me. On private or what? No, I was on public land, dude. What did he get you for? So, I went in on public. Oh. And I came off of private. But, dude, it's not fenced. It's not posted. It's, it's got to be posted in California. Right, right. He, he, he was just a dick. Yeah. And he wanted to rile me up, and it's what he did. And he <laughs> gave me a ticket, and I didn't know any better. I was new at hunting. But see, what he did was he he just made me become educated. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I hope we run into uh, a... <laughs> oh, I hope we run <laughs> into a like again. that again, you know? Again. But generally, they're all cool, dude. Like, we haven't had any issues. Yeah, there was one. We were uh, dove hunting over, like, a dairy. And he comes up, and... He's like, I'm gonna check you guys. I'm like, cool. I'm not stopping hunting. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you're messing up my hunt. Yeah. I'm gonna keep hunting. He was cool with it. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, check your ice chest. I'm like, go ahead. I don't care. Like, for birds or for beer? Or like, I don't know what you want. Whatever. Go ahead, dude. Do whatever you're gonna do. And then he starts talking, and he actually lived right here. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh, came friends? <laughs> no, no. He, he ended up moving, but he only rubbed me wrong because he's like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, I live, you know, right there. He's, he's like, like, I know exactly where you live. He's like, yeah, I look down on all you peasants. Come. I'm like, what? he's a peasant? I'm like, what? So I went up and checked his house. It was an old, ran-down piece of shit house. He called you guys peasants? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, oh, some nice houses over here. Yeah, oh, dude, dude, that's what we were saying. Driving yeah, in. Mine's yeah. all right, but need some work. Oh, wait, 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 wait. He's making $45,000 a year, and he's calling you a peasant? Yeah, I was just like, what the hell? Fuck, I make 32 grand a year. I think I'm loaded. <laughs> you know? Balling. It's because you don't have kids. pussy around here, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, dog. It's the no kids. I, that's exactly what it is. Just dogs. Mm -hmm. Dogs are cheap until they get hurt, you know? Yeah, they're legit. Fuck dogs. But I got stopped up here. They were coming. He's like, where's your gun? It's in the back seat. Like, oh. Like, he got me, you know? <laughs> I'm like, it's not loaded. He's like, can, you, can I check? I'm like, that's your job, dude. You get after it. Handle it. Yeah, long yes. gun shotgun can be in the back seat of your truck. No issue. None? Pistol. Okay. Uh, AR has to be in a lockbox. Oh, yeah. But Ammo separated, thing locked yeah, in your seat. <laughs> you can lay your shotgun on the back seat or your long gun unloaded. Without a case. Yep, you're totally fine. Yeah, you don't care. Yeah, man. absolutely. Cool. Well, I, I don't do that. We, ended up, we ended up talking for 15, 20 minutes. Verify cool. these rules before you guys go. No, no, no. no it's I, I know it is, but if someone bad. gets fucked, I, they're going to no, no. read the regulation. Read the regulations. Yes. I read, and I do research on laws. Yeah. Tr trust me, it's, uh, it's he, fine. Hold on. 
Disclaimer, guys. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. Do sure, your own research. Yes, Don't do listen to Rich to Ridge Outdoors. Don't. But look up the Except law that you can carry a pistol while you're fishing. That's a good one. Learn that one. I'm having my bow and my fishing rod while you're fishing. Cool. Or heading to fishing. All right. No shit? Yeah. So what, what kind of fish? Bass, trout? What? Whatever. It just depends on what land you're on. Right? So what's is like what's your go-to? Me? Oh, bass. Sorry. I'm bass? talking about the law. Bass. Yeah, bass. Fish. Oh, no. Well, bass fish, striper fish. Yeah. That ocean fishing, that ain't for me. Me it's neither, sick, dude. <laughs> dude. I get me sick, neither. man. Nah, I'll probably get dude, sick. Dude, my favorite fish to catch of all time is crappie. Crappie's cool. Yeah, it dude, is. It tastes so good. Yeah, that's your favorite. Just being yeah. out there. I like catfish. We won't talk about catfish. that. <laughs> catfish is good. Dude, I like Cajun yeah. catfish. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We'll do some catfishing, yeah. We, we, uh-huh. You ever see those guys that float tube? Oh, yeah. Float, I oop. bought one of those. I never that's, used it, though. That's our big thing. We'll do that a lot. What what lakes you hit up? Uh, we'll go to, like, the Colorado River. We'll go up to the oh. Sierras. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you ever do, like, uh, these ones over here? Some of those are too big. It's hard with the boats. Did Austin oh, make you give up on fishing? Yeah, he did. <laughs> There's some local we'll local ponds we'll do. Yeah. Oh, you got local pond around? Yeah. They're just yeah. like pay to fish, but they're fun. That's cool, man. Yeah, no, the wife and mm-hmm. myself go. Yeah, just get outside, dude. We'll go out to Parker, mm-hmm. like Pirates Cove. Yeah. If you're familiar. They How long been, does it take I, you to get out there from here? Three hours. I've only been to Parker once. Yeah, so there's a, it's called Pirates Cove, and they have a whole river system. Yeah. You can't float on that. You'll be gone. Yeah. But dude. they have docks in a back channel. We'll float tube that. We'll go to some keys. Mm-hmm. They're like. It's all these houses, right? And there's channels that go mm-hmm. through all the houses. We'll float tube all that. Oh, just slam them, huh? It's pretty fun. Silverwood's cool. It's just, once you get the boats out there, yeah, just kicking around. It's yeah. Once the wind picks up, too, so yeah. the wind will float The wind around. is bad up here. Yeah. Dude, all I know is I went to Lake, Lake San Vicente, and I used Margarita Mutilator, the drop shot worm, and I was slaying it, dude. Oh, I've geez. never caught a, f- a freshwater fish <laughs> in my life. You know, besides, all right. who lives in San Diego? Sweetwater. Wait, uh, all of us. You don't fish down there. Timmy does. I Bass mean, fish he bow fishes. Oh, bow fish. So I need to get one of those setups. As far as as far as timing goes and stuff, like getting a fishing rod out, not really. If I go out with my father in law, I'll fish. I'll fish the ocean mm-hmm. with him. But on my way home, I'll just stop on public land and call coyotes. Like yeah, kind of. It's just your thing, yeah. Dude, I go in phases. Like I've been in phases. I, I was a huge fisherman until I got into hunting. Yeah, and then it just like took my life. Yeah, that dirt bike over there has been sick. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think sick, dude. I had a nasty get off, and I was like, eh. yeah. Well, well, think about it. Now we got baby number two on the way, so even the coyote hunting after work, it's gonna be rush home, help mama, you know. So even that's gonna kind of come to an end. So this yeah. last couple years, I've been going. This last season, I went hard yeah. just because I knew that it, it's not gonna be an option. Good, next dude. Year. You save some dogs for all of us. Kill him, all. Brian. Good, dude. Good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to go cow hunt with you guys. You, hey, guys you guys don't ever invite me. It's kind of no. Bullshit. You stop it. You stop it. Hey, listen. I want to. <laughs> I want to pick your brain before we end this. We're an hour and fifteen minutes in. What, what's the rush? We got, Let, well, we got time. We got time. We got time, dude. I um. What do you think? Like, what are your pointers for new hunters getting into it? Like, you listen to this podcast. You know, we ask everybody yeah. that pretty much. New hunters getting into it. Read the regs first. Y- yep. Just read them, and then go get yourself a good app. Get yourself Go Hunt. Get on the, get on the California Hunting Digest, and learn how the draw works. Right. If you don't know about the draw, you're gonna be missing out on tags. Now, if you're just going to hunt, find one that's over the counter tag, mm-hmm. and then get out. And glass. I would say number one thing with glassing: if your glass is not on a tripod, you're messing up. Yeah. Put for it on sure. a tripod. You gotta get on a tripod. Cheap tripod. I don't care. 
You see guys out there with, on their knees. Crazy. And you're not going to see. You're not going to see the ear flicker. You're not going to see the stuff you won't normally yeah, see. Yeah, you pass up a lot. I'd pick people's brains, too. Mm-hmm. Ask. People probably aren't going to give you all the good info because it's just fair. They'll help you. But people asking for info about stuff and wanting. I follow an aqueduct fishing page. where People aqueduct fish and you go, hey, can I go up to Asperia? Someone's like, yeah, but where? They're like, just anywhere. No, but like which which yeah. road crossing? It's like the fish aren't going to, the fish don't have to be there. Right. Just go. Get your feet wet. Get out there. Look for deer. This mo- the most rewarding thing. We'll go up here. Yeah. And we'll just glass deer off season. Mm-hmm. Just find deer. They're so cool to watch. They're cool to yeah, watch. What are you going to lose? I don't know what you will lose by being out, walking around, looking for sign, looking for deer. Mm-hmm. Maybe find out what they like to be in. Yeah. Just find a zone that you want to hunt. Get off the road. Hike. I got boots. I hike. I think that's the biggest misconception when it comes to hunting. Is that like when you watch... TV or YouTube or whatever platform you're paying attention to. Like, you don't see what it takes. Like, you see the end result. Like, if you're, if you look at a picture or a video and the dude's glassing, you don't see the, the hour it took for the dude to get from where he was to where he started finding deer. Yeah. You only see, like, if you're on YouTube, what's up, guys? Blah, 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 blah. And then the next clip is, oh, there's deer. Yeah. And you're going, oh. The amount of the amount of time and effort it takes to find this stuff, you just got to be persistent. Yeah, just put the work in, you'll find yeah, them. That's it. Same with shed hunting. If you could find the deer in the winter where they're hanging out, it probably that's where the sheds are. That's where they're gonna be. Just putting in work, scouting. What's that? So hold on, guys. Did one of the last did, ones. Did, of did the you podcast. hear? Did you hear that? Check this ready? Out. Ready? All right, all right, dude. You want to know what's gonna happen? Brian's gonna get car sick on the way home. So people always ask. Like, that's like the most common thing. It's like I don't know where to start. We'll get Onyx maps. If it's green or if it's orange, it's BLM or it's National yeah. Forest. So I didn't know where to start. I had a paper map and I just started going exploring. So so for people that want that want to get into hunting and to immediately ask where should I go, that's that that's actually really not a fair question to ask because everyone else that's been out there probably has found stuff on their own. They might have had someone key them in on a certain area. But you go to that area, it's super popular, it's shot out, and then you want to get on maps and find things on your own after that. Right. I so could send you where to go, but if there was a giant buck there, I'd probably be there. Like, right. you could go start anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think it's real big these days that people are scared to fail. Oh, yeah. They don't want to go and not see nothing. They don't want to go shed hunting and not find a shed. They'll, they'll burn your spots to 100%. find it. Yeah. Like, if you take someone somewhere... There's a very likely chance that that's now their spot. Yeah. Fishing, shed hunting, hunting, oh, anything. Absolutely. Like Mexican food place. They're going to oh, be yeah. there every day. <laughs> right? yeah. Which is cool. That's cool. That's, that's cool. the adventure. <laughs> the adventure of going out and exploring and finding those areas and getting the satis- satisfaction of, of finding deer or sign or coyotes, whatever you want to hunt. Coyotes, rabbits, whatever. Like, yeah, it's you make that your own journey. And if someone tells you where to go, even if they give you hot spots, you didn't find it. So how can you appreciate what comes from it? You That's know? the thing. We have some friends like that. They're guys we know. They'll they'll burn spots and they don't they don't care. Right. They don't even second guess it. Now yeah. it's public land. It's not your spot. You don't own it. You didn't buy I'm the going. land. I'm going. It's just the risk you take when you. I just don't see there. how people find a satisfaction in f- finding. Say you find a shed and a spot someone gave you and you went back and burned it. Like 
I don't get much satisfaction. In well, that. you know what, dude? Timmy took me to his deer spot, which is now my deer spot, and I found a spike shed, and I was pretty pumped. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, though. So you have a, a tight-knit hunting community. So let's say I, I, I just met you. I would share information with you because I know you put the work in. And it doesn't matter if I give you a spot or not. You'd be able to go find your own spot or find that spot on your own. So there's certain people that put in the work that I absolutely have no problem sharing information with because I know it's going to come back to me if I need it. Yeah, for sure. It's just people are so scared to lose that they're going to go to that spot that you might have took them, and they're never going to – they're not going to venture off to the next right. range and then be like, hey, dude, check it out. Yeah. I found some deer over here. Yeah. They're going to be right there where you took them, and they're going to stay there. I have a guy. He follows you guys. I took him shed hunting. I'm pretty sure he follows you guys. I took him shed hunting, and um, he wanted to go, and I took him to not the best spot because I don't know this guy. But I was like, we might find something, you know? Yeah. I don't remember if we did, but we saw a good buck. And uh, he's been back, I don't know, 20, 30 times. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I unfollowed him. He posts. He wasn't my friend. He's just a random Instagram dude. And uh, he goes back, and he posts every skyline. He posts every ridge. He posts... Yeah. All so the identifiable trees, yeah. dude. and I'm just like, I don't get it. There's a spot that we uh, we hunt quite a bit that we keep. Can you send me the pin, <laughs> dude? That we literally limit, like what? Like I'll send Brian a picture, he'll like etch it out. Yeah, I'll send Timmy a picture, we'll etch it. I'll etch a picture out, whatever. Like we're very limited on like what gets out about this specific area. Yeah, that's how I am. Like. That big set of sheds. I don't know yeah. if I saw it to the right. That's the pen we were talking about going to, right? Yeah, I sent it yeah, to yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I posted on that forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's holding that set, and she's like, take a picture. And I'm like, no, go stand, yeah, in, front this, stand, go stand in front of this tree. Yeah. You know? But we have a, I have a real, like, my main dude is Trevor. He hunts with me. He's, mm-hmm. he's a younger kid. Not a kid, but. He keeps calling me, trying to FaceTime me. Does he? Oh, he's <laughs> like, I want to see you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't think he knows I'm doing this. He uh, sucks with his phone. Right. I'll call him, and he just he'll call me three days later. Oh. It's like one what's of my up, best bro? buds. Yeah. yeah he's like, hey man, what's going on? And I'm like, call? what do you mean, what's going on, dude? I called you like three days ago. He's that like, what'd you, like what'd you want? Five I'm like, years ago. I always tell him I had a flat tire. He's like, you did? I'm like, no, <laughs> but what if I did? Yeah, oh, that's a good one. But he's he's uh he's pretty legit with spots. Yeah. Like I think uh, some of the biggest takeaways from a new hunter in like their first season is that hopefully they find success, but statistically they're probably not going to. I hope that they're able to find the enjoyment and actually being out there instead of just wanting to kill a deer. Like there's Johnny Ryan. I don't know his tag handle name. Johnny hunts. Oh, there you go. Like yeah, you just did a podcast with him. No, we want to, we want to. He's been my friend for years. It's just hard getting him in. But anyways, the dude, he is a hardcore killer, okay? Like, he's public land fucking killer. But even he'll say it. Like, dude, he he's, like, he, like, stops and, you know that that uh, metaphor, like, stop and smell the roses? Oh, yeah. Like, dude will, like, stop and, like, take pictures of bees on fucking flowers and shit. Like, because he enjoys actually being out there. It's not all about... I'm going to fill this tag. I mean, you yeah. always want to fill your tag, but if you can't enjoy the process, you can't enjoy the hike, the the glassing, the scouting, the fucking off-season. Dude, and he does. He lives well, it. Well, jo- Johnny's on he's on another level now. He'll pass deer because he's looking for one. Yeah. Like he's on a whole different level. Well, right. Which is cool. It's yeah. good. He's you're doing his to, thing. You're allowed to do that. Absolutely. He does his thing. Some people do it just like he'll, like. he'll literally eat a tag because it's not the buck he's after. Yeah, but you know what, though? When you go and you go look at – you know, the success he's had from the hard oh, yeah. work, I'm like, hey, man, more power to you. I would never sit there and be like, 
well, you should have shot that fork. You want to know what he'd say? Well, how many forks have you shot? <laughs> That's what he would say. Absolutely. And and dude, it's a it's a honest it thing. A, and, he just and enjoys it. And dude. don't let the pressure of social media. If you're getting into hunting, I mean, go ahead and post your adventure. But if you're not successful, don't don't worry about it. Who cares? No one's judging you. It's it's, it's your fun. own. Yeah, it's your own personal journey. So have fun and enjoy it. Dude, I didn't film my first San Diego tag last year since I've started hunting, and it was the best season I've ever had. We had fun. It was you a good I, season. You and I hunted together a lot. It was a f- dude. Seen the biggest buck I've ever seen local. Me too. I've <laughs> held the biggest <laughs> buck I've ever seen local. Thanks to you. <laughs> Took him to my yeah. spot. He kills the biggest buck. But it was a great. Yeah, it's season. his spot now. That's yeah, what I was telling you. It's his spot now. It's his spot now. Hey, it was five miles away. So does that count five as his minutes. spot? The worst is if he brings five a minutes. different guy. Oh no, he won't because no one wants to climb up the damn hill. But <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> It's good, man. It's no, it's a, it's just, I would just get out. You got to just get out. Go hunt your rabbits. Go hunt your birds. You don't have to hunt, start off hunting elk. No. You don't have to no. hunt. You ain't going to draw an elk tag in California. Right. And you're not. I might. Well, hold on. My old man drew a, a Siskiyou <laughs> County antlerless tag and turned it in. First time ever applying for it. <laughs> the, share, the share tag? No, it was just like on the elk tag oh, for really? California. And I was like, hey, we should do this. Said, well, like, it's all private. I said, we'll get a guide. We'll get a guide. Oh, well. Pay the landowners. Dude. People are real big into that. <laughs> <laughs> I still to this day, I'm like, I'm fucking dumbfounded <laughs> that we didn't do it. <laughs> like, I don't think he understood. I didn't necessarily understand either at the time. But Yeah, you'll probably never draw them. I still put in for them. Yeah, I put in for it every year. Yeah. You get lucky. Yeah. So your wife, you said that. She saw what? What did she see on on TV or on the internet that made her want to get into I hunting? I can't remember what it was, but something happened, and New Year's resolution came around. I'm like, "What do you want?" She goes, "I finally want to shoot a deer." And she never wanted to, and I didn't pressure her to. She just wasn't into it. She didn't think she could do it mentally. She just couldn't do it. So she said she wanted to do it. I said, "Okay, well, there's a lot of steps you got to take. You're gonna have to go shoot. You're gonna have to go scout. You're gonna have to." Watch some videos on how to process like Yeah. I could do it. Like you could you could take somebody and do everything for them, but I don't think they get the whole experience, you know. She's just gonna stand back and just watch. She ain't she didn't really like that. So I got her a tag and on a zone up here that I don't see that many bucks. She wanted to go and opening morning, had a buddy come out, he wanted to go with us. Uh Instagram dude. I met him on Instagram, he came out and uh we hiked up and we saw some does a few miles from the truck. Well, that's cool. And then they, we just let them walk off. And then we checked up on them. There was three does. Checked up on them, and then there was all of a sudden there was eight deer. And then the trail was a three by two, in D fourteen right here. And set her up, and I was like, "That's a far shot." And she's she, we were shooting a bunch. And, and uh, did you, you have a dial turret so you can dial in or yeah, shoot, hold over? I did all that. We just hold over, yeah, hold over. And it was three seventy eight. And I, I got her out to, like, 300 shooting, and she was decent. They're not going to be pro, right? And I was like, I told her, I was like, if you're not comfortable, don't take this shot. Don't rush it. And she didn't say nothing. I was like, oh. Well, go she's down. sending it. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> and uh, we set her up, and then we had to move. She didn't like it, so we set her up again. And the deer was just up on the hill. And it kind of started to spook like they knew. Actually, some does came right for us, like, five yards, and they were looking right at us and I was like this is bad she shot it she shot it low she shot it low in the leg and he stood there and picked his leg up and I was like just do what you did just a little bit higher and then she dumped him 
just came rolling down the hill. Yeah. So rad. First deer. She was shaking like a leaf. That is yeah, awesome. She was freaking out. So now she bow hunts. Yeah, she goes bow hunting with me here and there. Can't always take her. Their women are sometimes they're slower, you know. We get out though. She yeah. uh, we got her pretty close this year, forty yards from a couple deer. Spike busted us. Damn it. <laughs> Spike was <laughs> they a close. always do. Yeah. We bet them down and we worked in on them and she thought they were gonna be gone and we're forty yards from them. Spike stands up. It's all bad, and they bailed. Then we got her. She ranged the wrong deer this year. Ranged the wrong one and missed one. Yeah. But, like, a clean miss on a deer when you first start archery hunting, that's such a cool feeling. Yeah. Knowing that, you, that like, that's such a big confidence booster, knowing that you can get close enough to make it happen. She'd, she'd be pretty bummed if she heard it. Because I shot that, that bigger three on the wall with my bow a couple years ago. It was just me and her. Mm-hmm. She wanted to go, so we went. And then I told her, I was like, make sure you glass the bottoms, you know. They love the bottoms. They'll be in the bottom. And uh, as I'm scanning that way, I'm like, just like that. And there's two bucks just feeding in the bottom. And we watched him disappear, and we relocated, and he went and bed. And I'm like, I'm going to kill him. Mm-hmm. It's easy. I ranged, like, a rock. It was, like, 670. And then I ranged him, and he was, like, 701. I was like, all you got to do is get to that rock. So I went all the way down, left her on the hill. Went down, got me on the rock, popped out, and shot him. A little forward, he ran up. And uh, I didn't let him, I didn't give him time. He ran up this hill and over, and I was like, I need to get to the top of the yeah, hill and yeah. see where he's going. Yeah. Get to the top of the hill, he's standing five yards from me, fucking swaying. Oh, really? Like, oh, no. <laughs> so I went to knock, and he he walks off, and I and he's walking away. And I'm just like. Oh. But he was like dizzy? He's like yeah, swaying. Yeah, he's swaying. Oh, he's yeah. Swaying. I'm like, all right, he's swaying. So I shoot him. He's walking away. I'm not going to shoot him and knock, you know? I'm giving one of those kisses. Kill shot, dude. It's a kill shot, but it's a dirty arrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shitty. It might be my favorite shot from now on. It works for people. I just, I just, he was in that yeah. sway that I couldn't do it, and then he ended up going and bedding down. And I gave him like thirty minutes. Done. No, I went over there. He ran away. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, he kept going. I was like, he ran all the way seven hundred yards by my wife, and he bedded down. And then I was like, how's this thing not dying? It was, how far forward was it? Uh. He was. Like, it was a little back. It was, a little, him, him it, was a, it was a little back. Was a little oh, okay. Dive for him. Yeah, I was just like, come on. And he he bed forty yards in my life. She's on the hill. He's bed right there. Mm. So I'm like, he's right here. I get over there. I'm dead. You know, I'm like, chasing this thing. I'm, like, I'm just gonna leave it alone. So I I ended up climbing all the way up the hill and around so I could glass him because he was up under a juniper. Yeah. And but from when I left him, he was laying like he was laying down right. And then by the time I got all the way up, he had got up and turned around. And I could just see his butt. Oh. I'm like, well, if he moved, he's still alive. So I was like, fucking thing, dude. <laughs> I felt bad, dude. I was like, yeah, pretty emotional over it. I was like, it's not really what I want to do. So I came all the way down to the wife. And I was like, I'm going to sneak in on him. I snuck in. There was a little window in the juniper. And I shot him. And uh, he came out. And then he, he was freaking super swaying again. He came down. He tumbled right at my feet. Oh. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah, it wasn't the best experience, but I was just like, these things are tough. You know what, though, oh, yeah. dude? Oh. Listen, stuff like that happens. What yeah, broadhead? Uh, what broadhead were you using? Uh, that was an Iron Wheel S100. Yeah. That's Brian's. That's my favorite Brian. Brian calls it the pelvic splitter. It is, dude. Yeah, pretty Straight violent. Right through a pelvis bone of a San Diego deer. My buddy, I don't think it was the S100, but he just shot a bison with the. I used the 125. You do? Yeah. He shot a bison with the Iron Wheel. 
Nice. Just they, one of the heavier ones. Dude, they work. I, I know, Timmy, you're pretty much against mechanical, huh? Like, you have thoughts on them. Like, they're not your go-to. Depends. Like, if, if I'm shooting at, like, a soft deer, mm. I'm all about rage. Okay. If you're shooting at a pig or an elk, uh-huh. fixed. I have a buddy that shoot, loves those rages. Yeah. Against, a, against sh- deer, yeah. We shot a spike in Arizona. Uh-huh. Just get it out. It was, like, last weekend. That fucking hole. Oh, oh dude, dude that the rage. Hole thing. Rage dude, does some damage it's like you when hit it him, works. Yeah, if you, hit him, if you hit a deer with an axe, like, that's the kind of blood flow you get from a rage. Yeah. Which on a soft target, it's great. It's good. Um, but anything that that has any kind of mass to it, I won't won't use them anymore. Those iron wheels punch. That's yeah. my favorite broadhead, dude. It flies like a field tip. Like it, tooth of the arrow, or like the Grim Reapers three blade Hades. Those are what I prefer now. I forgot what I shot before this. Like a Wacom or something. It was alright. Dude, I'm, a all, I'm, deer with it. I'm all about sever. Sever, yeah, sever, sever and I was, 2.0. I was, a, I was about the 2.0s, so I've shot a deer with them, and I've shot an elk with them, the 2.0s, and now I want to shoot the 1.5s. I almost bought a, I've almost bought those a lot of times. They're nice, At dude. the shows, you know, at the sick, total dude. archery challenges. Dude, listen, they're good. You guys do a total archery challenge? No, I, I need to. Yet. We bought tickets, but we yeah, didn't we, go Yeah, last after. year we didn't go. You guys got to do it. We do a lot of 3D shoots. Are you going to go to the Utah one this year? We're going to do Park City. Yeah, they canceled Snowbird. So. Did they? Yeah, so only Park City's around. I'll do it. Still, we should do what it about, this year. What about, like, the Tejon Broadhead shoot? I didn't do that one. That one's, like, those those guys are something else. Broadhead's, like, um, I heard it's really fun. But they throw, they'll actually shoot broadheads? It's, it's only broadheads and unmarked targets, and these guys oh, no, are some of the you. best hunters in, in California. No, thank you. I tried to get him to Big Bear, and he said no. I'm like, dude, you can't range it. Why would you even go? You're just going to break breaking yeah. arrows. All 3D shoots we do. Dude, I'm, I'm ranging range. a deer no before range. I shoot no it, range, yeah. unless it's like 20 well, yards. Well, it's but part of that. It's just the competition part. Yeah. It's but as far as it being a hunting scenario, like that's that's what I have a hard thing. Like uh, I, can't, I can't do 3D shoots because I pocket shoot. So my natural instinct is, because I shoot at foam targets at work, I have a range at work. So I pocket shoot heart shots, heart shots. And so for me to move my point of aim, yeah. like I have to think about it to center mass yeah, yeah. Yeah. to an X. And like if I focus on it, cool, the first 10 targets, I'm good. Then I'm just like, this is stupid. This is not the shots that I would take on an animal right. in the field. Yeah, some of them are way marked, way wrong, but so fun i love it oh, it's it's fun. Fun. we just did that we did bear state shoot it was pretty fun i i think that if if they had it let's say they had marked targets like their 10 rings and stuff and then an orange spray paint a two inch orange spray paint right in the pocket in the heart and that was considered a 12 ring yeah you either get a zero or a 12 yeah like i would be into that that would be more my style of pocket you should shots. Tr- just try it i mean he does do it do you do some sometimes look, huh? yeah he does them I break my back he Monday through Friday. I'm not wasting arrows unless I can range it. That's why you break your back to buy more arrows. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck no, dude. So, so like next, like next, I'm good. <laughs> next unmarked you do. Rips are expensive. Bug me. I'll, I'll shoot up and. It's going to be probably Cherry Valley or Aranko. You guys ever been there? Yeah, I've done Aranko. Aranko, cool. I'll do Aranko, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll do that one. That one's that one's coming up. They have a big game the, shoot in April. The um, Bear State's coming Deadhead up. Archery guys are going to be on that too. That's a yeah. fun shoot. Real fun. You guys should do Big Bear. I would do it. When I is just, it? I just want to use but it. It's in so if you use a rangefinder, uh, like, can you just not bring a rangefinder, or can you use a rangefinder and not be entered in the raffle? Yeah, you can. Okay, then I'm. Well, you I'm just down. won't be in the tournament. I'm right. down. Yeah. I'm down for that then. Yeah. You should try it without a rangefinder though. No, dude, I, I'm not. 
Do you have to do it with the broad <laughs> no, head? Thank you. No, th- no that's, that's just that's the just the one. Oh, okay. All the other ones are practice. It's oh, just okay. the, the CBH SSA broadhead shoot. You guys shoot adjustable sights? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so there's classes for that. There's classes for fixed sights. There's classes for special stabilizers. <laughs> We're about to sling some arrows right now. Yeah. Brian's all pumped. If you there's don't a bunch tip of over. <laughs> Brian had three beers. He's, he's not like, going to shoot. <laughs> Brian's fucking three beers. He's hammered. I'm about to destroy you guys, dude. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of shoots around. There's quite a bit. Yeah. There's yeah. one up here, but it's just flat. Yeah. Well, Ch- challenging ones. Listen, I think it's about that time. Yeah, we got some bows to shoot. We got some bows to shoot. Mark, com- Brian just needs a refill. I uh, need a refill. Mark, thanks for having us out, dude. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Dude, it's sick to come up here, man. Appreciate How long were we talking? A little bit. Hour and 36 minutes. Hour good to go. I'm going to have to cut that one up. No, no, dude, we'll be good. We'll cut, Brian, I mean, cut Brian out. He's never, he's never on the shoot. He's never on the podcast anyways. Listen, Mark, <laughs> you, got, you got anything else to add? Hold on real quick. Pump yourself. Your fucking social media. Ridge to Ridge is my social media. Ah, yeah. Uh, just soak yeah. out hunt fish. We just do it for fun. We're not going to make a million dollars. Check it out. Don't hate. It's just for fun. That's on Instagram? Instagram. Yeah, that's okay. all we really do. Cool. Just for fun. Follow us. We'll post our adventures. All of our sheds. Sick. We won't tell you where we found them. Just right. us. Well, we'll show you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brian, Brian gets all of it, but he never wants yeah. to hide. Yeah. So. And we got yeah. some sick We might be hunting you. this year yep. together because I told you I was going to point boost you. Oh, uh, let's go. Yep. We'll go somewhere in Nevada, somewhere. Well, listen, guys, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. You I'll guys do, good? We'll do this again. Yep, for sure. <laughs>